0: Welcome to the Mad Max Minute Podcast, the daily podcast where we break down Mad Max one minute at a time. I'm Rick. And I'm Julia. And today we are talking about Minute 84, which begins with Toe Cutter telling Bubba to finish Max quickly, and it ends... With Max limping back to his car as Toe Cutter speeds away.
1: This minute is sad. I know it's not supposed to be sad. I know it's supposed to be, you know, heroic and blah, 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 blah. But I like Bubba. Yeah. He's an interesting character. I mean, I don't like him personally. I I like his character. You
0: do not it's... endorse the actions that he takes during this movie.
1: Right. But I love the way he speaks I love the clothes that he wears. I love the way he just stands in the background. Like, that was pretty awesome.
0: Mm, Yeah, we definitely lose one of the greats in this minute. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, we start this minute with Johnny standing in the same field that we left him standing in yesterday. Obviously, because these minutes all flow into one another. So, I really shouldn't be all amazed at the, the fact that he's still there. But the main focus of this minute is going to be Max who is still lying in the middle of the road, and his interactions directly with Toe Cutter and Bubba. So Toe Cutter rides up to Bubba, as I said yesterday. They've ridden past Max, and they're kind of coming around for another pass. And Toe Cutter says, quit toying, Bubba. And Bubba, in response, says, easy. I know what I'm doing. And I have to ask, do you now, Bubba? What are you doing? What yeah. is your what is your plan here?
1: It it appears that he was going to run him over again.
0: Yeah. Like is it just better to run someone over when you're facing them as opposed to running over them like, when they're facing away from you? Like, I, I don't know the physics or the etiquette, perhaps, of running someone over with a motorcycle.
1: And it, it seems pretty foolish, because he did not disable Max with the first runover.
0: No, not even.
1: I mean, maybe he would have disabled any normal mortal, but this is Mad Max we're talking about.
0: Yeah, he's fueled by He may be missing rage. a
1: knee and an arm... But he's still 100%. Yeah.
0: It makes me wonder if killing Max was their first priority, then why did they only just run over his arm? Why didn't they just run over him?
1: Right. Why didn't they aim for his head instead of his arm?
0: Yeah. Like six inches to the left and they would have just run him over from, you know, tip to toe. Yeah. You know, and that would have been the end, you know, full stop. Movie over, roll credits, no more series.
1: And we know they have weapons on them. They have melee and range weapons on them. Yeah. So there's no.
0: Like, that's. What's the
1: point of toying with him? That's exactly what Toe Cutter says.
0: That Toe Cutter had during the Chevy wreck?
1: Yeah. He could have just swung that down,
0: taken his head right off. Yeah.
1: It just could have been so much easier. And because they tried to be creative with it, it cost both of them their lives.
0: Yeah. Like, if. I feel like they fell into that classic villain trope where they get their hero at a severe disadvantage. And now, I'll grant you, it's not like Toe Cutter had some grand plan where he launched into this monologue about how great his plan is and how he's going to take over the world. But at the same time, they have Max at a disadvantage. He is literally just a turtle lying on his back. I think... And they they botch it.
1: Yes. If they're... If I think they're... the fault was Bubba's. Toe Cutter told him to stop toying with him and just do it. Yeah. And Bubba wanted to keep playing.
0: Hmm. If if Bubba wanted to, like, kill Max slowly, to really toy with him, to pull a Clarence Boddicker and just torture him as he dies, like, he drove so far past Max to turn around, it's like, did he just think that he would continually run back over him again and again and again and Max not do something about it?
1: Right. Because because they went so far past him, they stopped, had a little mini conversation, and then Bubba started back, gave Max plenty of time to get the gun.
0: Yeah. I mean, granted, Max is still obsessed with that sawed-off shotgun. Right. He obsessed didn't actually
1: need that much time because he had his revolver.
0: Exactly. That he never touched. So as Bubba spins up and starts riding back towards max he kind of does this thing where he he stretches his left arm up over his body and does like a half roll to grab the shotgun that way so that way when he fires it he's holding it in his left hand but it's like okay max that's a great maneuver there good job buddy you've worked really hard to get this shotgun glad you got to use it but at the same time, maybe that would have been a good move to do the first time. Right. Before your arm got rolled over.
1: I don't understand why this more difficult maneuver worked when in last minute, the simpler maneuver didn't work.
0: Yeah. Like, like all of
1: a sudden he's more motivated because he's lost an arm.
0: Like maybe it's a trick of the editing. Maybe <sighs> the, the time between Bubba Starting towards Max and Bubba actually running over Max's arm. Maybe that was a shorter span of time. And we're just not noticing it because of how we split up these minutes. But at the same time, he shouldn't have been reaching for that shotgun to begin with. Because he had his service revolver literally right under his arm.
1: Yeah. Maybe he wanted the shotgun so badly because it was more of a sure thing.
0: I will give you... To
1: hit something to prevent what might happen happen
0: I will definitely give you that a shotgun provides more of a concussive hit to a target right. because it is because
1: he needed to stop this person in their tracks.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of small pellets and giving a lot of force over a larger area. Yeah, as With opposed to revolver, a revolver, which would just you know
1: he would have had to he'd have it, to pull off
0: several shots, to right? Do or the same like thing. a
1: perfect headshot, bring yeah. down in one shot. So. But at what point you're seeing a motorcycle come towards you, you know you're going to get run over, you can't reach the shotgun that you want, at what point do you give up and grab the grab the revolver?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that point should have been reached a lot sooner. I don't mean. know. <laughs> That's me. But That's the, me.
1: the point is that he it works the second time.
0: Yep. He gets the shotgun, he aims it up, and then he fires at Bubba as Bubba is heading towards him. Yes. And poor Bubba. It's, gone so soon, yeah. gets hit squarely with that shotgun blast and flies backwards off his motorcycle. Like, yes. Like, the amount of force required to unseat someone from a moving vehicle and then th- throw them backwards mm-hmm. is way more than you would find in a shotgun like that. Yeah, It's absolutely. pure movie magic, and it is crazy to watch.
1: Yes. It's funny that you, that you say movie magic because I noticed... A particular lack of movie magic in what happens to Bubba's bike afterwards.
0: <laughs> How it rolls past Max and just kind of flops over. And just
1: flops over.
0: It doesn't even go that far.
1: No. Which tells us that, in, you know, behind the scenes, that bike wasn't actually moving that fast. Yeah. Which, of course, it wasn't. Because, uh, yeah, it only goes, I don't know, maybe 15 feet? Yeah. And it just falls over, no tumbling, no flare.
0: Yeah. Although it
1: just falls over
0: the the space blanket that yes I did Bubba keeps on there it kind of half falls off so I mean that's
1: there you go a bit
0: of damage you know yeah. Toe Cutter will have to get a new potato blanket
1: well Toe Cutter will have to get a lot of new things yeah like, like a new body a new gang <laughs> right you know hmm, from the point of view of the people left from the point of view of Johnny and Toe Cutter all their friends are dead. Yeah. Like, their entire support system, this gang, is gone.
0: Yeah. As Bubba is killed, first of all, the shot of Bubba getting hit with the shotgun blast is, like I said, crazy. But one thing that people love to point out is that the stuntman that is pulled off of that motorcycle, you can see the wires that are attached to him. And it's really quick. It's not like the wires are fluorescent or anything like that, but you can just kind of see them wisping across the screen. Yeah. And in the crew commentary, they were talking about that, about how back when they made this movie, they didn't have the ability to go back on frames and just kind of paint out things like that. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of left it in there. But
1: it didn't bother me at all. Honestly, I didn't even notice it until yeah. you pointed it out.
0: Yeah, But what's crazy about this is when Bubba flies off the back of the bike, he kind of he doesn't fly straight back. He also he kind of flies off kind of at an angle as if he was a lot closer to Max than the movie makes you think when you see Bubba fly off because at the angle he's going he's rolling off the road which is where he eventually ends up. Now, I'm not saying that I've gone through and I've, like, mapped trajectories or anything like that, (laughs) but the fact that he does roll off the road and that the motorcycle rides by Max pretty severely, it's almost like Bubba wasn't going for another run him squarely over pass. It's almost like he was going to ride past him.
1: I did notice that, and that also made me wonder what his plan is. Because based on where the motorcycle ends up, he wasn't going to hit him. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did wonder that. And, of course, of course, they can't have him riding actually right towards Mel Gibson on the ground. So it's just one of those movie things.
0: Yeah. it's, it's There's a lot of questions about what Bubba was doing. He said he knows what he's doing, but I, but I really don't believe He didn't that.
1: communicate that yeah. to either Toe Cutter or us. Yeah. We don't believe him. So
0: going back to what you said earlier, though, about, you know, Johnny and Toe Cutter, their entire gang is being eliminated before their eyes. And Johnny is taking this instance to just get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Run over to his motorcycle, try and pick it up as Max is getting to his feet.
1: It's, It's very telling about Johnny... And toe cutter. It's still two on one. Yeah, there are still two of them who are perfectly healthy. They have weapons, and against Max, who yes has weapons but is severely injured, and their choice is to run away. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So that's very very telling about them and their personalities. It's I'm trying to decide what this says about Bubba that that when there were three of them, they were willing to fight, but when there's only two of them, that's when they're like, nope. We're cutting and running. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, I'm not surprised that Johnny cut and ran so quickly. No, not at all. Because he's still new to the gang. Yes. I don't think he has near as much loyalty to Toe Cutter's cause as some of the other members would. Yeah. Because he is still so fresh. But the fact that Toe Cutter runs too, it's it's like I said, I forget which day I said it, but Toe Cutter is not a brave man. You know? He is charismatic, and he is good at making plans, obviously, because this one worked. But he's not a brave man. Like, he will cut and run at the first sign of trouble. And, like, he doesn't even consider sticking around because Bubba just died.
1: No, and he he hangs around barely longer than Johnny. And Johnny, we can understand, because we already know... That he's a swiveling pile of goo. Yeah. But Toe Cutter's supposed to be the leader. He hangs on barely longer than Johnny.
0: Yeah. I mean, as soon as Max starts getting to his feet, Toe Cutter is just sitting there and you can kind of see on his face, he's trying to like figure out what to do. And yeah, it's not like he... Runs away necessarily with his tail between his legs. It's more of like I'm running away to survive another day. But it's like you've just lost your entire gang and your second in command to this guy, and his plan is just to run, just leave it all behind.
1: There was something about the way Toe Cutter takes off. First of all, he hisses at Max. Yeah, which is you know Toe Cutter being weird, and and the way he rides away, it feels a little taunting. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he's. Trying to draw Max out of what? I don't know. I think Max is never more vulnerable than right now.
0: Yeah. Like, Toe Cutter doesn't scramble. Like, he moves very deliberately. Puts yes. on his helmet very deliberately. Turns around. He's Very he controlled. He turns to
1: take one last look.
0: And puts on his goggles to ride away. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very deliberate as if he's, like, wanting to make sure he gets a real good look at Max so that he can run away and get a new gang and then hunt him down or something like that. Maybe. But it's like he doesn't take any immediate action. He just runs. And it really flies in the face of the persona that I think he want he has been cultivating amongst his men all this time, that he is a powerful individual.
1: Do you think that's why he ran now? Bubba's gone. Johnny's gone. Yeah. So do you think he, he saw, oh, well, nobody's left to pay attention, so I'm going to run away.
0: Yeah, I think this, these are his true colors shining right. through. He
1: didn't need to keep up appearances for anybody who he demands respect from.
0: Yeah. They were his true colors shining through true colors, and that's why I love Hugh. <laughs> Keysburn as Toe Cutter.
1: Uh, it makes me a little sad that he shows nothing by way of emotion for Bubba. yeah. We've talked off and on throughout the movie that they, about their relationship, and while I don't think we ever supposed it was affectionate, we we supposed it was loyal and respectful. Yeah. And closer than any of the other members of the lieutenants. Uh, And uh, Toe Cutter did not care at all.
0: No, he was very cold about it.
1: Yes. I think he showed, well, he certainly showed way more emotion For Knight Rider's death.
0: Mm -hmm. Or at least he put on a show of having that level of emotion for Knight Rider's death. I feel like Toe Cutter is just that level of sociopathic where he probably just doesn't feel much of anything. Like he's able to put on a show.
1: Right. He knows when he should feel something and when showing it will benefit him in some way.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, it's just he doesn't. Yeah, it's it's very unsettling.
1: It is. Definitely. It it reminds me of the scene back in We Jerusalem when they claimed the claimed the body from the train station. Mm-hmm. He shooed everybody else off the platform, presumably so he could have some time alone with the body, with Night Rider to say goodbye and mourn him. But then when we cut back to him, he wasn't even near the coffin. He yeah, he was, was just kind of hanging out. So we we saw even then he was putting on a show.
0: Yeah, odd.
1: And now there's now he's not performing for anybody anymore.
0: He just. Right away.
1: Yep. So he's gone.
0: Leaving Max behind to hobble and shuffle his way back to his Interceptor.
1: Yes. Which is... We'll get into it next minute, but it's painful to watch.
0: Yeah. Most of tomorrow's minute at the end of the week is going (laughs) to be be Max just...
1: Having a hard time.
0: Hopping and shuffling and moving along, trying to get back to his car. And I gotta say, in this minute specifically... I love the score that comes in as he's getting up off of the pavement, because it's very heroic. It's like... Oh, like yeah. Bah, 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 as he's getting up. Because right.
1: He's, he, he's overcoming the odds mm. and working through the pain to achieve his end goal.
0: Yeah, he's so determined... To not go out this way Mm -hmm. that he's powering through the pain. Because, yeah, he just got his arm run over. He just got his leg blasted. Yeah. Like, for all intents and purposes, he is, you know, half taken out, so to speak. Yes. Like, he's got two limbs that are crippled at this point. Although his arm is really not in bad of a shape as it really should be.
1: (laughs) Right. It should be a lot worse, but I don't know he does treat it like a dead limb yeah for the rest of the movie so it's interesting uh, <sighs> so far to this point max hasn't done anything morally reprehensible yet yes he has killed people but it was in self defense that's for dang sure although the four other guys he ran them off the road so he didn't if if they died of their injuries it's it's kind of indirect yeah. from max so we can still have sympathy for Max and, you know, still feel good about ourselves about that.
0: Mm-hmm. He's still a hero.
1: Yes, exactly. He's still a hero. He still gets that music. He, by the end of the movie, he doesn't right. get that music anymore. He does something morally reprehensible. Mm-hmm. And so he's still, he's still transitioning. And I, we've said this a couple of times, that he's still transitioning. It's not a switch that he just flicked and he's Mad Max. He is going mad over the course of these few minutes.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you think about how each of the lieutenants go out, we've mentioned this several times, it feels like, even though it probably hasn't been that many. Kundalini is taken out by misfortune. You know, his poor planning and infection or being taken in by police that show up to the farm. And then Starbuck and Diabondo and Mudguts and Clunk are taken out by, you know... Not being good at chicken against a car that is like four times the size of their vehicle. Mm -hmm. Like, and we don't know specifically if they live or die.
1: Right. At this point, the only person we know for sure is dead is Bubba.
0: Right. So Bubba is the first member of the gang that he's taken out that he has directly ended the life of. Yes. You know, you could argue that when he caused the motorcycles to crash, that was him directly killing them. But it's like, at the same time, it's not... It's not Max that killed them, it's, you know, hitting the river and drowning. It's getting run over by your own motorcycle as it crashes on the road. It's, yes, he caused them to crash, but it's the crash that killed them if they died. This, specifically, is Max taking Bubba's life.
1: Right. It's not like he did it with his own two hands. Yeah,
0: which I've got to say, in the grand scheme of things... The fact that Bubba ran over Max and then was going to run over again, that was really the most that Bubba has done in this movie, could you say?
1: Hmm. Having gotten to know Bubba, I feel like I want to go back and watch the Chevy scene and specifically look at what he does.
0: It's not a lot. I remember going through and watching the cuts. I don't think Bubba ever actually swings at the Chevy.
1: Yeah, he seems very nonviolent, which is funny because he presents himself very intimidating.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a story that the actor took his paycheck into the bank to get it cashed, and the bank tellers refused to serve him and asked him to leave because of his appearance. Right. Because he was, you know, still in costume, because that's just what he wore that day. Yeah. That's how they did it. But as far as actual contributions to the activities of the gang, Bubba doesn't really do all that much. But his presence is what really matters. Yes. That quiet menace that he adds to scenes and the fact that he is Toe Cutter's second in command. Like that's really where his strength lies.
1: Mm -hmm. It's interesting that now he chose to be violent when he has chosen not to be violent at other times.
0: I kind of see it as... When you are high up on the totem pole, you can delegate things. You can have other people take care of that stuff for you. Mm -hmm. And so, this is the first instance that we've had where, as far as the plan goes, Bubba is the one that is taking point on this. You know, in other times, it's been Mudguts or Johnny or Mm -hmm. other people that are really the point tip of the spear. In this instance, this is finally the instance where we see it has fallen on Bubba. Yeah. And...
1: Because heaven forbid it fall on Toe Cutter.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: I, I say that, but he's the one that ran over Jesse, so I don't know. Yeah. For, he, he did dirty work. He he took point on attacking the Chevy, and he was the one who run, ran over Jesse, so...
0: Yeah, Toe Cutter has done I quite a bit.
1: He has done quite a bit. But... It's interesting that Bubba's gotten away. So far now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is definitely...
1: Well, Odd. this one time was his downfall.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it was just him being out of practice. He'd been delegating and delegating for so long that when it, the task finally came to him, he botched it. Yeah. He botched it hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he kind of did.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's not much left to talk about this minute. It's going to be another short episode. That's yep. the thing about these, these minutes where it's mostly shot, reverse shot, <laughs> one character looking at the other. You can only talk about expressions...
1: so many times
0: before you just
1: oh we'll get lots more of that tomorrow
0: oh yeah a lot of a lot of mel gibson emoting and contorting his face and moving around and whatnot so that'll be fun i'm so i'm sure in the meantime, you can check out our website, which is MadMaxMinute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at MadMaxMinute, like us on Facebook, and join our listeners page, Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone.
1: Thank you for joining us for Mad Max Minute number 84. We'll see you tomorrow. Motorbikes and metal men Take me to the end of the dream Hold on tight so it sure feels right